You're gonna feel the power It's gonna turn it on Interpret your dreams Just wait and see The dream company The dream company The dream company The dream company Hello everyone and welcome to The Dream Company. This is episode 2. Okay, Natish, hello. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us the two dreams that you related to me yesterday? Yeah, of course. I was at my grandmother's house, and then uh, these gangsters were walking, and then when I went close to them, I had a feeling like they were going to kidnap me. And then when we went close to them, they did try to kidnap me, but they escaped. But they all had knives. Okay, what in the second dream? The second dream, uh, me and everybody were going to walk. And then the same kidnappers came. Walking where? In the field. Where we walk the dogs? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the same kidnappers came. And then he tried to catch me, but the guy was playing hide and seek with me, the gangster, to catch me. So I wasn't into the hide and seek thing. So I just like ran away from him and escaped. Okay, that was the end of the dream. Yeah. All right. Now, we talked about these two dreams yesterday. They're both really similar. We need to find out what the key to the dream is. I think both of these dreams mean about the same thing. So, how do you feel about going to Kuru, and how do you feel about walking the dogs? Going to Kuru, uh, I don't like going there, but I do like they're going like sometimes to like see my grandmother or something like what that. What about walking the dogs? Walking the dogs, I don't like it. Okay. Now, as it happened, yesterday when we went to walk the dogs, Natish wasn't very happy. He didn't protest like he usually does about walking the dogs. And but we could tell that he was very unhappy. He sat in the sand and just threw sand at the world and uh, without saying much of anything. And then we went back to the house. I reminded him about the dream that he had. And this is... An easy idea, but it's a little bit hard to explain. Now, I was trying to explain to Natish that those feelings of not really enjoying going to Kuru and not enjoying going out in the field and walking the dogs put him in a bad mood. Does that put you in a bad mood? Yeah. All right. Now, that's a bad mood. And what is happening is interstate, the inside of him is psychological state, is suddenly being captured by this bad mood. Interesting that in both dreams you escaped, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. And so I think we see you usually when we go for the walks. By the end of the walk, you're fine. You're no longer in a bad mood. You're happy. And probably the same thing happens in Kuchikupam when you go there. After a little time passes, you're fine. But at first, you're kind of like kidnapped by a bad mood and we can kind of like look at what kind of mood that is by the type of people that like took you hostage and they had knives and they were gangsters so it was something to do with violence and and so you were angry in both times you get angry when you go to the walk and you get kind of angry when you go to kuru so i think this is a pretty clear interpretation and what we're doing today is trying to show how dreams tell us what is going to happen in the next couple of days, 
or what has happened in the past couple of days or what has been happening. In this case, the dream was showing Natish a process that he goes through often, almost daily with walking the dogs, and he goes to Kuru once or twice a week. And it was trying to show him, hey, he's being captured by this bad mood each time. Uh, now, you, yes, you, you, Matun. Me? Uh, okay. Yes, I want you to give me a dream, which is the opposite, is prevision about something that's going to happen the next day. And I have another dream from my perspective on the same outer event. Mm -hmm. Can you tell your dream? Yes, of course. Yes. I dreamt that I was in a, one of Vishnu's temple, you know, Lord Vishnu. Yes. Yeah, I was in one of his temples. Then I climbed up the steps to the inner chamber of the temple where I saw a group of old men circling in and out of the inner chamber of the temple. I asked them if I can get in and one of them gestured no. Then as I climbed down the steps, I realized that the steps were very narrow and steep. Then I started calling on Sri Aurobindo to help me make the journey to my soul and then I started falling down <laughs> from there. Uh, yeah, it was not more like the regular falling down experience that I get in the dream. It's more like falling, falling down. Falling down. <laughs> right, like yeah. you fell down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. which is basically what ended up occurring the next yeah. day. Yeah. Is that the end of the dream? Yeah, that's, okay. yeah that's it. All right. Now, my dream that is showing the same event is very different. I was having a dream. Douglas and I were um, traveling together at night, and uh, we had gone to a restaurant, and then Douglas was in the car. But the interesting part about the dream, the, the part that corresponds to Matun's dream, we went to a friend's house, a friend that we had in common, and I left the living room and went out into like a little patio area, and a black dog, little black puppy, came up and started wagging its tail and everything. And so I, I was really surprised. I wanted to turn back. Douglas, Douglas, he's got puppies. But I did it, and I was petting the puppy. And then suddenly there were several of these black puppies. And I was taking them up and picking them up by right below their head. And I wasn't really squeezing them or hurting anything, but I did it to a couple of them. And then one particular black puppy, I picked it up. And I really squeezed its neck. And in fact, so much so that I thought I might have killed the puppy. And I was really embarrassed and afraid that I had. And I put the puppy down and was trying to make sure it would get up. And then suddenly there was an older woman and a younger woman watching me. And I was so afraid that they had seen me like kill the puppy or be really mean to the puppy. And the dream ended. Now, the event that both of our dreams are showing is one, well, I, sh <laughs> I have a problem with anger, and I have been working on it for very many years, and I've gotten a lot better at it. And it would take the form of violent, emotionally violent, angry outbursts, not physical, but where I would just scream my damn full head off. And I don't do it as often as I had in the past. And now when I do that, I at least there aren't bad words, cuss words coming out of my mouth. But still, I'm very cutting and it's emotionally violent. Well, it had happened that we had decided to fire our... our well, you could say let go. I mean, yes. it's just... We weren't firing her. We were letting her go. Yeah, we were letting go our house. Because we couldn't pay for her anymore. Yeah, and but we weren't sure if we were going to do that yet. And we had told Matun about it. We had just gotten some very bad financial news. And uh, that's 5000 a month that we you know, could save. 
And so we didn't think much of it. We were still debating on whether we needed to do this or not. And Mattoon went to her and told her. And I found out that he had told her. And I was incised. I was so angry. There were several things that made me angry. One, I felt betrayed. One, it was I felt it might have something to do with racial. She was Tamil and, and we weren't. And I didn't know. But I reacted and I reacted very badly. Mattoon and I have been working together, I'm basically his sadhana coach, since he was 13 years old. And I have never treated him as badly as I did in that moment. I got in his face and yelled my damn full head off. And the incident didn't warrant it. I'm sure there were other things bothering me. He was the scapegoat for my anger in that moment. And wow, it was really bad. And I have never treated him like that before. And it hurt him deeply, I could tell. And later on, of course, you know, I apologized. But he was leaving the very next day to go and stay with his mother and sister in Chennai. And I was afraid because of my outburst and how badly I had treated him that he would tell his mother and sister about that awful incident and they may urge him to not return to us or something like that would happen. Now, to go back to the dream, what the dream was showing was the inner state of the event, the, the psychological state. And the other puppies or the other young people in the house, you know, I sometimes get angry, I bark at them, or what it was like picking them up but in shaking them a little bit, but not injuring them. The black puppy that I killed, or I didn't know if I killed it or not, that was Mattoon. Dreams will often exaggerate things so we can see them more clearly. And I didn't know if, of course, I didn't kill Mattoon, but in that moment, he experienced like a small emotional death. And the presence of the older woman and the younger woman was his mother and sister. Now, he didn't go in Chennai and tell them about this incident, but nonetheless, I was afraid that he would. And so it was a psychological component of that moment for me and of the worry that he may, you know, they, whatever, they may not want him to return. And so that manifested in the dream. And so when you look at it, it's pretty clear. Now, I had this dream the night before the outburst. So it was prevision like his. And in his dream... It was, he has a lot of dreams about being at a temple or something like that, like I do being at a church. And so in his inner state, he was almost like in a temple kind of atmosphere, but he was not able to go into the inner temple, inner, uh, chamber, of inner chamber of the temple. And instead, he actually fell down the stairs. He had a fall. Now, his behavior... Actually, he recognized and realized he had no business going and telling the, the, the housekeeper that we were going to let her go. That was just, that was wrong action. And he realized it afterwards because we weren't even sure that we were going to do that. It was impulsive on his part. And it proceeded, it was kind of like a small little fall. And it kept him from that day going into the inner chamber of the day, right? And Mattoon is doing sadhana, spiritual practice, trying to learn how to do a full sagna, as Douglas and I am also <laughs> struggling with that same thing. So uh, what we're showing today, again, is how dreams will show us what is happening with us, what has just happened, 
or what's about to happen. And one of the reasons we can't see them very clearly is because they show us the psychological state, the inner state of the event, how people are experiencing it on the inside. And that makes, that's one of the reasons things are very hard to interpret. Now, Douglas has a dream. It's going to show this very same thing. Okay, so continuing with the theme of conflict, I had a dream where I was with Donnie, and we were fighting this creature that was a cross between an insect and a serpent. And uh, it was biting us on the hands as we were trying to kill it. And I had a bad bite on one of my hands. And Donnie was leaving to try to find something to kill it with. And I said, well, get pliers, because I didn't think we had a hammer. And when he came back, it was smaller and looked more like a velociraptor. And its head was partly split in two pieces because of what we'd been doing to it. And then I grabbed it by the tail and started smashing it into the floor. And it broke up into little pieces, and the little pieces looked more like the insect um, serpent thing that it started out as. And then some people showed up to inspect the house. Now, that day, um, you know, that was the day, if you remember, we had the argument about the name of the podcast. Did we have an argument about the name of the podcast? I think that's what it was about. You told me you didn't like From First From Within, and then I don't remember how we got. Yes, yes. But it got heated at one point. And uh-huh. uh, more on my end than yours. But, uh, well, thank you. That, this but, has um, been a, a very bad Donnie podcast. But, um, <laughs> but, anyway, but we were able to actually get control of ourselves and talk civilly. So, um, you know, I, I think the dream shows that pretty clearly. And the vital movement got both of us, but we were able to destroy it. And, you know, by the time we were done talking, we weren't angry anymore. And uh, I think the dream also shows, too, you know, that this is you know, a hostile influence. We talked in our first podcast about the hostile influence and uh, how they try to like trip up our sadhana and other things. And, you know, it was involved in that. Trying yeah, well, to get it was both an insect and, a, and serpentine. And serpent, yes, if right. I remember right. Yeah, so. uh, can, what do you think it means that you got bitten badly on the hand? Well, I got more angry. Oh, okay. I got more, you know, you even pointed that out. I mean, you know, uh, and, um, and it was true. So Okay, this is an interesting dream symbol. And I've seen it for so many years. If you dream that some creature, whatever the creature is, if it bites you on the hand, know that the next day or the next day, very soon thereafter, you're going to have an instances, instance in the physical world where you really exhibit some type of force. It might be... Uh, anger, it might be lust, it might be jealousy, but it's going to affect someone else. And that will be manifested in your dream by being bitten on the hand. If something actually bites you on the hand, expect your behavior to be bad in some area to do with the negative emotions. And so these are universal symbols. I think it's worth mentioning too that this was, I brought this, normally we talk about our dreams, but just so the audience knows, I saved this one. This was a cold one. We hadn't actually talked about it before. So we wanted to try to do that now, and we'll probably do more of that in the future. What is so interesting is that the dream is showing the inner state of an outer event. What was going on on the inside? And since it was Douglas's dream, it was showing the psychological state, but not only of Douglas, of the event itself. Now, in our yoga, we learn 
And I think that it's something that eventually, the more podcasts we have, we might be able to show, is that the outer world arises from the inner, and not the other way around as science would have it, that believes that consciousness is manufactured by the brain. And this view that it's the inner that gives rise to the outer. And so this is the inner, how the event looked from the inside. And so you can compare that to the outer event itself, like you can my dream and Matun's dream, the same perspective, I mean, I mean different perspectives on the same outer event. His psychological interstate, my psychological interstate. And it is really startling when you realize that dreams are telling you what's about to happen in your life and giving you clarity on what just happened. Douglas, how long have you and I been working with our dreams together? Well, we've known each other since 1998. Is, wasn't it lucid dreams that got us interested in one another? That's what we began talking about? Well, I, I don't remember. I think what all I remember is that Korean guy took me down to your apartment because you were teaching him English because I lived upstairs uh -huh. from you. I don't remember exactly. No, I remember that I was asking you about your dreams. And, and, and yeah, well, you usually ask people. Yeah, that's probably how it started since you usually do ask people about your dream, their and dreams. And we started so. sharing our dreams. Yeah, that was every morning. Right. What, we was it 20 years ago? Well, 24. Yeah, 24. Wait, wait, is it 1998? 23. Right. And, 24. Uh, which we have traveled in many countries together. And wherever we travel, inevitably, we'd be talking about dreams with people, and they would be sharing their dreams with us. It took us 20 years before we began to see how clearly dreams are guiding us, and that generally speaking, most dreams are processing what has just occurred with us, and are giving us foreknowledge on what's about to happen. This begs so many questions. But when you see this over and over and over and over again, and it dawns on you that this is the truth, this is what dreams are doing, it's flabbergasting. It changes your vision of the world. And you have to ask questions like, okay, where do my dreams come? Where are they coming from anyway? But... The key to it is the dreams are showing us the psychological state of an outer event. And it takes a lot of a lot of treadmill with dreams to see these things. You got something to add? No, I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Except it's if I had told you that dream that day, it would have been interesting to have heard any dreams you had that might have shown it from your perspective, but I didn't do that, so All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you surprised us with that dream. Now, yeah, uh, anyway, I think that concludes our podcast. Uh, do you have anything to add? Uh, uh, Natish? Uh, Natish? Natish? Doesn't look like it. Natish is... Anything to add? Uh, Natish said no. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. Anything, Matun? No. Okay. As of now. As of now. Okay, Douglas. Mateen, all right. We're signing Natish. off. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone.